0: Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. And in this episode, I am going to follow up with something I told you I would talk about today, and that is a story about someone who I know very well who was blocked from her purpose in life. She was, and I talked about the purpose blockers in my last episode and the, uh, what she was is I would say probably purpose oblivious more than anything else. But she made the big mistake that a lot of people make when they are going through life and they are looking for happiness and, They want to feel joy and they want to feel love and all the things that we do as humans to fill our cup. But the problem is that we mistake something outside of us. We look for the cup to be filled by someone or something and We don't realize that it's within ourselves that we need to find that. And so that is what I'm going to discuss today. And so I'm going to share the story and you may see yourself in this story. And I am just trying to get you to have an aha of some sort so that you start to realize that this mistake might be causing you to be stuck might be causing you to not have the joy that comes from that internal place that only that deepest joy can come from and even though somebody else makes you really happy that's that's great i mean you want to have people around you that make you happy there's nothing wrong with that but there's there's more to it i'm going to get into it in this episode so Sit tight and listen in. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. So this story is about a woman who is near the end and I'm going to take you back to the beginning to tell you how she found uh or was blocked. I would say from a joyful, the more, the most joyful life. Now she would probably argue that a lot of her life was joyful. However, the last almost 20 years, have not been joyful. And that's because she put all her eggs in one basket, so to speak, and it was an external basket. It wasn't an internal basket. And so she was born to a military family and moved a lot through her life. And I think when that happens, and if you're a military what they say, military brat, you probably can relate to this, but she was pulled away from people. Uh, And she, it, it became, I think for her hard to really connect with people on a deep level because she knew she was going to be moving. And so she would not have these deep friendships because she just knew that it couldn't last. And so I think this affected her in a deep way. And so she, when she got to be in high school, she fell in love and her parents pulled her away uh, from that. She had to move her senior year in high school in love. She had to move across the country and she wanted to stay and finish her senior year. She had it all worked out or she was going to stay with friends, but they wouldn't let her. And it crushed her, crushed her in a big way so much so that she developed anorexia which is an eating disorder often caused by uh some kind of s- s- emotional trauma and so she that happened to her and uh, uh, i would say she 3 years later ish um she finished she went to she moved to where she was going to move uh with her family and she proceeded to go to college the following year And in her third year of college, she met the love of her life. She met somebody who swept her off her feet, wasn't probably the best. Uh, In fact, my grandfather uh, did a little due diligence on him (laughs) and found that uh, he wasn't the ideal candidate for his daughter, his oldest of three daughters. And so Nonetheless, she didn't listen. And she, of course, it was all the more reason because of what her parents had pulled her away from this love that she had had in the past. And so she wasn't going to let anything happen to this love, this new love. And so she, after five months of dating this person, she eloped and she left school. She was near the end of her college. She up and left with this guy, uh, moved across the country with this guy. Um, I don't even know how she told her parents, to be honest. But uh, they clearly found out that she uh, had had eloped. And, of course, her mother was very upset because her mother, having her first daughter get married, would have liked to have a big wedding and celebration to the right person to the right candidate for her daughter and so everything was not the way my this this woman would this mother of this i mean imagine you're a mother and and your your child elopes and you don't know where she is and you're not happy with her selection and 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 that is is what happened um but it was it was her and this love and it was them against the world if you can imagine them against the world and he brought her such joy and that's how new relationships are. You know, your heart soars, you're the, the you, you know, you get so excited that, you know, the the little butterflies, that's what I was looking for. The butterflies in your stomach. Uh, and, you know, that's why they call it a honeymoon for a year because you just are so, so, deeply in love, no faults, you know, you can't see those yet. Uh, So anyways, they proceed to live a pretty happy life, Um, had two children of their own. And, you know, it continued to be a very uh, deep love, a soulmate kind of love, the kind of love that you, you know, most people wish they could have. Uh, and, And once you're in it, you know it, but a lot of people are are chasing it, right? They, they just haven't found it and, and they look for it. They search for it. So she had it and she, she was happy, very happy. But she didn't have an internal way of finding that which filled her up. So when he wasn't around, her cup was empty. Empty. Nothing could fill her cup like him. She had a job. She had a job she liked. She was a school teacher and she became a guidance counselor and she was a really good guidance counselor. I often think she could have been a great therapist. Uh, and so she just did her, her, her job during the day. And then she came home to her husband and, and, She, because he, in his job, got burnt out and he wanted to retire early, so she decided to retire early too. So whatever he wanted, she followed. It was her feeling of, you know, I want him to be happy, but she was happy. So it wasn't like she was depriving herself of happiness. She was oblivious. She was oblivious to the fact that she was putting all her eggs in one basket that she was looking for her fulfillment, her purpose became him. And when you put all your eggs in one basket basket for something that's external to you, when that basket breaks or when that basket gets taken, then what happens? Everything is gone. The joy is gone. The happiness is gone. And that happened to her. He up and died suddenly. No expectation, no preparation for what her life would be. She always assumed because his mother lived to a ripe old age and her mother didn't that he would outlive her. But as it turned out, he died before she did. I don't know if you've ever seen The Notebook. It's a wonderful, wonderful movie. But I know some people who don't like it. But I, I love love stories, so I love, I do love that movie. And I could, it's one of the few movies I could watch over and over again. Such a dedicated husband. Um, but the problem that this woman faced was that when her husband died, she died. She died and she had, did not feel, and I say she died. She died uh, of the, the person and the personality and the uh, connection to the living uh, was, was done. It was absolutely done that woman is still alive today that woman lies in a bed or is it lays lays and i i never get that word right <laughs> she she is pretty much an invalid uh does not get out of bed wears diapers is incontinent uh doesn't interact uh she knows people uh but she has chosen to really disconnect uh from the world because her love has gone and her love died in 2007 and it's 2023 if you can do the math uh his the anniversary of, of his death is coming up so it will be 16 years that she has not lived much of a life. Uh, She deteriorated very quickly. Uh, It was probably uh, 18 months before she was in assisted living. uh, And she didn't want to drive anymore. She even took her two dogs to the pound. Dogs that her husband loved and dogs she loved i thought and those dogs she just got up one day and took them to the pound and didn't even ask anybody if they wanted to take the dogs now this is this is a, a serious form of um disconnection and depression but that is and this is an extreme example i must say but this is an, ex- an example of what when you are not fulfilling yourself internally finding the things that internally light you up finding the things that spark you the the activities the doing not the things not the people and and like i said it's not like you shouldn't love people it's not like you shouldn't like people light me up i my grandkids light me up but the problem is that husbands die, husbands divorce you, <laughs> not to not I mean not all husbands divorce you, but they can divorce you. There's no guarantees in life. Uh, your children grow up if you think your children were your purpose, they're gone, right? and if you're sad it's it's not the per- that your purpose is gone you might think your purpose is gone but they shouldn't have been your purpose to begin with and and think about what when when raising them and having them as kids what was that about what would what lit you up about that activity so it's it's not the thing and that's a quite a burden to put on something else. I wouldn't want to be somebody's purpose. Would you want to be somebody's purpose? And then have them be so just like, you're their everything so much that it's a burden. It can be a burden. It's like the clingy girlfriend or the clingy boyfriend, right? And and maybe you're not, visibly clingy. It's it's not like you're hanging all over your husband. But in a sense, it's this spiritual cling. And you might have guessed, this is my mother. This is my mother. And it's sad because she always said she never wanted to be a burden to my sister and I. But yet, here she is we are a burden to our children when we aren't living from a place of joy and happiness. And so I encourage you, if you are thinking that something external to you, a, th- a person or a thing is, is a, is going to be it because Uh, things, things go away. What is that? What is something that you'll enjoy doing that won't ever go away? Because you can always do, you can always find a a way to do it. And when you have a person, the chances of you dying together, like on the notebook is very, very, very slim unless you choose to do a Romeo and Juliet type of thing. And so we end up placing all of our desires and, and um, expectations for our happiness on somebody else when we do that. And she disconnected from the people who loved her. The people who wanted her to stay happy and fulfilled—I would have loved my mother to have continued to be in my life, to have continued to be in my grandkids, my kids' lives. They were when when this happened. My kids had graduated from college, uh, but they've they've had kids, and she has has no desire to see her great grandchildren my grandchildren. She has no desire. She doesn't know their names. Um, I show her pictures, very disconnected. And so I hope this is making sense. And I'm articulating it in a way that you understand because as we get older, it's so important that you have a life that you love that Even if you lose the most important person in your life, then you can still thrive. And I know it's hard, but another person is not your purpose. And sometimes people also get caught up in material things. And that can be an indication of continuing to buy like, oh, I want an expensive car and oh, the next thing. What's my next like obsession about, you know, my next big purchase. Um, and so I've known people like that where it's just like they're never satisfied. So they have to go buy the next thing. And that's a sign that you're trying to fill yourself with stuff. That's external. It's external. There's, there's an emptiness inside of you that is not, uh, is it, it, it's not addressed and you have to dig deep to see what is it? Who am I? What do I, um, love? What do I value? What things, when things, but what activities do I like to do? So it's about, you know, life and being fulfilled is about ha- you know having loved ones, but also having a sense of that, that you're doing something that is fruitful in the world, that you're doing something that um, you're needed for. Uh, and, and that's why we, we love our kids and we get so much, we feel they're, they're our purpose. Um, Because we feel so valued, but we can't rely on a person or a group people to, to be that for us. You know, if our kids grow up, they go away. If they're your grandkids and you say they're your purpose, well, I, it's great that you have them in your life and that you spend a lot of time with them, but they're going to grow up too. And then what are you going to do? Because we live a long time these days. So say you're 60, well, they're not gonna they're not gonna want to be around you probably too much in 15 years, because they're gonna be out with their 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 boyfriends, their girlfriends, right? Driving cars. And you'll still be 75. I mean, that's that's young in today's standard, seventy-five. So are you gonna be like purposeless again? And waiting for grand great grandchildren. So, I think you see the point, right you 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 can't rely on the stability and the you can't sustain a purpose when it's when it's out of totally out of your control. It's external to you. And so, what can you control that it is within you that brings you joy? And so that is, I really wanted to touch on that because it's something that I think about a lot uh, and and I know that my mother's mother didn't have purpose. She lived a purposeless life. And my mom could have had so, so much purpose in the past 16 years. I wanted her to get into the school system again and volunteer, at least start. But, uh, you know, it has to come from within. You can't, you, you know, you can try to help someone, you can guide somebody, but you can't force somebody to do something and you can only help yourself. And so if, if you're feeling like you don't have passion in your life, if you're feeling like maybe you're putting all your eggs in one basket and you're starting to think, hmm, Maybe Lori's got a, got a, something going here that I need to I need to start focusing on filling my life with other things that and finding out uh, what really lights me up. That's not another human being, right? I mean, I, they they can be human beings. like I as a coach, my students light me up, but there's always more students, right? Because students, my students many of my students, they move on, they get what they need. They turn into this beautiful sparked butterfly that flies off and into the world. And so then I work with new caterpillars and help them become butterflies. So yeah, you you can, you know, purpose can come from like what you do. And so there's humans at the other end of that, but it's not like one person, uh, that is all your focus. So that's kind of my point. Uh, or if you're talking about like a group of little people like grandchildren. So yeah, I'm probably going to get some haters for this, for this episode, because I know that, that people really believe that their, their grandkids could be their purpose. But it's very similar to, to your, uh, you know, having your husband be your purpose or your spouse be your purpose is, you know, you're putting those eggs in one basket. And at the end of the day, what happens when they move away? That happened to my, my grandkids moved away eight hours. Worst day of my life. Doesn't mean, you know, I loved them and they lived here. They'd be or be, I had to have them. More, more than, way more than probably most people would. Uh, But yet at the same time, I'm not gonna, uh, my happiness is not gonna be bundled all into them because I want to have a life. And I'm, I'm in a way thankful for my mom to show me what I don't want, what I dread would happen to me. And I promised, even though I wanted that soulmate love, I never wanted a love that he was my everything to the point that I, I I lost sight. And if if he left me or died, that my life would be over. And I, I don't want that for you. And uh, that is why I'm sharing this very important uh, story about my mom. And it's very sad. She just had a birthday and it was just—it's heartbreaking to to see her the way she is, and I don't know what keeps her going. But uh, she just lays there in bed every day, and stares out the window. And and again, she—it's not like she has Alzheimer's or dementia. She's her mind does not is not like work like it used to for sure. But she knows me, and when I talk to her, and I tell her about, because she doesn't really talk back to me. She nods. She she'll respond to me if I ask her a question, yes or no. But um, you know, she doesn't interact in a conversation, but, uh, you know, I, when I saw her on her birthday, uh, this week, I was explaining to her about something, uh, in the family and, you know, she, her, her eyes were interested and she, even one thing I said was surprised her and she showed a look of surprise and recognition. So she's there, but, um, it, it, you know, it's, 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 too late to to salvage that ship unfortunately and it's very it makes me sad but thank you for listening and uh have a great memorial weekend i hope you are with the people you love and who aren't your purpose <laughs> all right have a good one thank you so much for tuning into the living your spark second half podcast if you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. Grandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.